Viktor Frankl said, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's way. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson. Stay tuned for the next hour as Sue explores the human psyche, what makes us tick and how to live better, more fulfilled and more meaningful lives. Only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on Finding Human. Um, I'd like you to join Ronaldo Lupus, Shana Berlovitz and Leanne Jackson as we discuss I can, you can, we can. You can SMS us on 34519 if you'd like to. Um, Einstein said, only a life lived for others is a life worthwhile. Now, Today you're going to hear about some incredible projects that these three women are doing. Uh, uh, Rinalda Lucas is the principal of the Forest Town School and Shana Berilovitz is the occupational therapist there and Leanne Jackson is my daughter-in-law and is a driving force behind many, many campaigns to help others. So welcome to all of you. It's really nice to have you here. I would just like to say thank you so much to all our listeners. For last week, I had Pam Cantor talking about her Read for Hope project, and the feedback was fantastic. And a lot of you sent stories into her, and Judy Erwick and Wendy Fine sent all their bullying uh, videos through, and lots of, of stories as well. Actually, um, uh, Ronaldo and Shana, I don't know if you know about this project, but I think your school would probably also really benefit by it. I'll give you Pam's number after the program. And, um, and she's already reaching out to a hundred other public schools uh, in South Africa, including the, the School for the Blind and the Deaf with this particular project of hers. So, welcome. All right, I would like to know, first of all, I'm going to start with you, Leanne. What got you interested in Forest Town? Why Forest Town in particular? And what is this CAM project? Well, good morning, everyone. And thank you, Sue, for having us on your show today. So CAM stands for Community Action Network. Uh, which is a group which takes action to address the needs within a community. The South African Jewish Board of Directors has partnered with the Angel Network and Gauteng together to bring the successful CAN project to Gauteng. Uh, to explain it at its most basic level, uh, CAN is a group that is formed through your suburb, school, shul, church, complex, book club, etc. And you form a WhatsApp group. The Angel Network, who is doing an amazing job with this whole CAN project, then pairs you with one of their beneficiaries who needs help, whether it's in an informal settlement, a school, orphanage, safe haven, etc. You then establish the needs of these beneficiaries and you set about assisting with their needs. Obviously, the main one during this time is being the essential food and hygiene items. So when I decided to uh, get involved with a CAN, I contacted the Angel Network and they send you a list of the various beneficiaries that are needing assistance. For me, I mean, my whole life with any charity I'm involved in, my passion has always been children. 
uh, always find they are the helpless ones who don't have a say in what is going on. So the minute I saw Forest Town, it's a school for special needs. It wasn't even a question in my mind. That is what I wanted to do. And that's where, that's why I chose them to get involved with. Well, Nelson Mandela said there can be no keener revelation of a country's soul than the way in which it treats its children. And I think this is so true. And here I'm going to actually go over to you, Ronaldo. And I want to know about a bit about uh, Forest Town, please. Okay, well, um, good morning. Hi, listeners. Good morning and welcome. Thank you so much for having us this morning. Um, um, well, Forest Town School, um, we celebrated in 2018, we celebrated our 70th anniversary. So the school is 72 years old. We will be in October this year and a very, very successful school that it has become. Started off in a, in a small little, um, church hall in Forestown with a few parents who had learners, um, children with disabilities. And it's grown to, to us having 360 learners at our school and they come through our, come and attend our school throughout Johannesburg. We have, um, a staff of, of about 90, um, which include education, educators, um, therapists of various kinds. We've got the occupational therapist, physios, speech therapists. We've got a social worker. We've got two um, nurses at our school. We've got drivers. We've got general assistants. So quite a huge staff to service the needs of these 360 learners. Um, Forestown schools become a known school in the field of special needs. I think um, we've got a, a, a boot, which is named after uh, the learners we are. I don't know if you are aware. On our website, there should be a little uh, splurb about the, the, um, the boot, the Forestown boot, it's called. It's, it was used for learners with, um, who had problems with, the, with their legs and feet. And it's like a caliper that they would wear. And it's become quite a famous boot. Everybody talks about the Forestown boot. Well, now with uh, medical things being improved upon daily, you know, these more modern um, effects that you could use for for those kinds of disabilities. But um, Forestown School has it's based in Forestown, but we feed so many learners from different backgrounds and different areas. We've also got a transport system where we um, – transport learners to various areas of Johannesburg. So are they all day scholars? They are all day scholars. We don't have um, a hostel, you know, where we are fortunate enough to have them living on our premises. All day scholars, scholars being bussed in and bussed out every day. Now, I see that 20% of the budget is, is subsidised by the government and the rest is donor funding. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to work very hard to get in funds, the additional funds to service the needs of our learners. But we're sure. lucky and fortunate in that we've also got three additional um fundraisers, you know, who go out and they do some fundraising for the school. And then obviously we have the angel network who are our guardian angels. You know, whenever there's a need, they come on board and they assist us. And now we've got Leanne with the CAN project. <laughs> Just let me go over to Shana. Shana, what got you involved in Forest Town? You are an occupational therapist. 
and tell me about what got you involved. Um, good morning, everyone. So basically, I completed my community service at Barragwanet Hospital and straight out of community service, I saw an advert at Forest Town School um, requiring two to four years experience, which I didn't have, but I thought this is my dream job. I'm going to go for it and and see how it goes. And yeah, before I knew it, I was accepted for the position and I've been there for the last six and a half years and it's just the absolutely the most amazing place to work. It's, it's every day you arrive at work and you just see these beautiful smiles and we work with the most amazing team of teachers, therapists, um, assistants, um, Ronaldo as our leader and it's just the most fantastic place to work. And what does it actually do to your soul working there? Um, so like I said, uh, every morning I wake up and I'm just excited to go to work. It's just the most rewarding, amazing job to have. And I think what's, what's so amazing about it is, is apart from working with children with disabilities, a lot of the children, um, come from low socioeconomic situations. So they wouldn't necessarily be able to access the therapies that they're getting at the school if they weren't there. So, it's just such an opportunity to be able to work with these learners and, um, yeah, just to see their beautiful, smiling faces every day. Wonderful. We're going to be going to advert, and then I'm going to come back and have a live read. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson. I'm back on Finding Human on High FM. And I'm with Ronaldo Lucas, Shana Berilovitz, and Leanne Jackson. And we are discussing the CAM project at the school, Forest Town. And our topic is I can, you can, we can. And um, Shana, uh, who's the occupational therapist at the school, at Forest Town School, was telling me that uh, what it means to her. And, uh, you know, Benjamin Franklin said, tell me. And I forget. Teach me, and I remember. Involve me, and I learn. And having watched quite a few of your YouTube's, the little videos you have put out, I see that a lot of them are fun ways of actually teaching the children what you're wanting them to learn, whether it's about lockdown or whatever it is you're trying to teach them. Do you deliberately do that so that you're involving them and they learn that way, Shana? Yeah, so I think um, it's very important to understand that children with learning disabilities do learn from doing. And a large portion of our school is um, teaching them skills and getting them involved in in doing their academics from a more um, practical point of view. So, you know, from an OT point of view, we we teach the children but through play and through um yeah just engaging in different activities and in the classroom that's definitely carried over a lot where the teachers do a lot of practical skills in order to allow them to learn because you know obviously academics for a lot of these children do have learning disabilities and for them um the theoretical background is sometimes very difficult but when you move over to a practical point of view it's it's much easier Okay, sorry, I've just to go to a live read, um, and I, I did it just now, but it didn't come through apparently. So, uh, 
PJ Khan Jewelers is currently open from 10 to 4, as Rail is also designing PPE. They are operating under strict precautions and safety measures as stipulated by government protocol by appointment only. PJ Khan continue designing and manufacturing jewelry, engraving, and the purchasing of your unwanted jewelry, as well as watch batteries while you wait. Please phone rail to make an appointment on 082-560-1234. For all the listeners, I must just uh, say that um, we are on Zoom, and it's the first time that I'm actually doing a Zoom with everybody. Normally, we're on Skype for Chayapim, but today, Leanne wanted Zoom, so we're on Zoom. And uh, and I'm sorry if there are a few hiccups, but we will get through them. Okay. So, Shana, that's very interesting. Now, just to go back to um, the children, Ron, uh, Ronaldo, what, what, just tell me how the CAN project works at your school. Or, Leanne, do you want to tell us first? And then okay. Ronaldo can say how she chose the families. So yeah, so when when I now decided um, that I was going to do it with Forest Town School, I contacted Shana, and our challenge was is that generally with the can, it's basically distributing food parcels to various communities, whether it's schools, orphanages. Uh, Forest Town, which uh, Shana or Ronaldo can go into detail, have got seventy families that really. They were worried about um, these kids were fed their two meals a day at school, uh, understandably that they weren't even getting their third meal at home. And these were the families they were most concerned about. Problem is, is that these 70 families are located all over. They're not in one specific area. So in order to try and get food parcels to them was basically impossible. I know before the lockdown, they had organized food parcels where they had delivery guys taking it and delivering it to the individual houses, but now that was not an option. Mm-hmm. So we discovered uh, the Checkers Online Vouchers, uh, which is really the most amazing way to get food to these people. I know the challenge was initially when uh, Shana sent me a list of these families um, who had all different cell phone numbers and people looking after them involved, the challenge was phoning and contacting them with Shana and her team of the teachers at the school, phoned them all to find out where they're staying, who's looking after them, and for the specific cell phone number. And, I mean, Shana can go into detail because it is the most brilliant, easier system where you go onto CompuTicket, within two minutes, you load a person's cell phone number, and you send them a virtual voucher. As they receive that voucher, which is immediate, they can walk down the road to the checkers and they can go buy their food. You know, we did. I mean, we needed to make sure that all these families had access to checkers because we weren't sure. And that is basically, that was that was the only way that we could actually service these, these families. But I've got to be honest, it's actually worked brilliantly. You know, when you sit and you watch the news or you see all these food parcels being delivered and these people standing in queues for hours, some not getting, um, you know, this way... We know that you can only, it's not like you can cash it in for money. They go to checkers, they buy their food. 
Um, you know, for us not being there to hand over, we get pictures from all the recipients. We get voice messages from them showing what they've bought for their 300 rand voucher. So it's actually been amazing that way, you know, the, the, the way that we've actually done That's it. That's wonderful. Now, Ronaldo, uh, I see you had to choose, I think it was 63 families. How did you choose these families? Well, so these were the families that we were feeding. This, um, the school is funded by the nutritional program, which the education department gives. Um, they deliver food to the school, you know, on a weekly basis. We get fresh produce. We get tinned food. Sometimes um, um, the school, SGB, they would purchase a bit of chicken or meat, you know, to be added to it. So this has been ongoing. When When the nutritional program started, um, it was about four or five years ago. It was it was only a few kids. You know, these learners have got they've got so many challenges in their lives. So for them still to go and sit at the, the the dining hall in the at the kitchen to eat every day, they just felt that other kids are going to laugh at them and make fun of them, that they are going to be eating at school and they don't their parents can't feed them. Well the amount it started off with about five learners coming to because they really needed to eat. And we've now grown to 63. When we closed at the end of the first term, just pre-lockdown, those with the 63, with additional families, we worked out to about 70 families that we started to feed. Well, that number clearly has grown. I just spoke to the chairperson of the SGB yesterday, and some of the, the companies who are normally sponsoring our school, they've, they've put in an amount um an additional amount of about 70,000 into our school account. And I battled to find ways because I knew having the hampers like we did just before the lockdown, that would be impossible because the drivers and the educators, the male educators who went to deliver these, these food hampers, they were really challenged and they were very, very scared, you know, because it looked like as if they were going to be bombarded by people taking away the food hampers. So I think I'm going to pause now because, Sue, you've got an ad break. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the beauty of Zoom. Okay, Craig, let's go to break. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. That message from Rabbi Kahlebach, which we didn't hear too clearly at the beginning, was a beautiful message when he said to all the children of South Africa are united and that this too shall pass. So please, God, he is correct there. Um, what I would actually like to, for Craig to do now is to play a few very short voice clips that I sent through to him um, on what your children and some parents actually said when they received the vouchers. we'd like to really thank you from the bottom of my of my heart. I hope you also let Tyron know and the rest of the committee. Like, thank you so much. And Musa, Musa wants to say thank you also. Mom says thank you. You have no idea the pressure you have taken off our backs. Like, Thank you, Mantula. I love you so much. You are my hero, Mama. And Tyron also in the school and the rest of Forest Town. I hope God really blesses you abundantly. I don't even know where to start. Like, we really appreciate everything that you do for us and God bless you. Oh, Mom wanted to say something. 
thank you very, very much. May the good Lord bless you for us. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you to the others. Also, we really appreciate. I even tweeted to Trevor Noah, so I'm still spreading the word and trying to get more people to help. That's the least a person can do after everything that you do for us. Like, really humbled. Like, thank you so much to you, Forest Town, Tarot, everybody who was involved. Like, thank you. Good morning, Tishashana. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. My mom told me, thank you for, 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 for your money, please. Thank you. And my mom bought me some food for us and uh, in my family. Thank you so, so much. And I missed you so, so much. Hi, Shana. I, I've already sent a message to Taryn and Mem Chilean. I also, I'm sorry for not mentioning your name. I didn't know. I know it comes from the school because nobody else would do such. Like, you don't understand the stress we've been under. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much. And God bless you abundantly. really appreciate it. You don't understand. My name is Hope. I love you so much. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson. Only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson. I'm back on Finding Human. My guests today are Ronaldo Lucas, um, Shana Berilovitz, and Leanne Jackson. And we're talking about the CAN project at um, Forest Town School. You have just heard some of the children and the parents who have received vouchers, checkers vouchers, and I must have brought tears to my eyes hearing those, the thanks and the gratitude when, you know, when we think about it, I mean, what a wonderful gift to actually give them. What does it mean to you, Shana, hearing those messages? Um, so it's just been so humbling to, to see how far 300 Rand can really go. You know, I think we go to the shops and a thousand Rand later, you look and there's nothing to even eat. And these families, um, the minute we sent the vouchers, some of them within half an hour had already sent photos of what they'd bought, um, you know, just meals that could keep them going for a week or two. And it's just been so humbling to to see their messages and hear their voices and to see the photos of what, what they've done with the money. Because, you know, obviously with the ShopRite vouchers, as Leanne was saying, is they they have to purchase the food from ShopRite and they really have all been using them for, for what they are necessary to be used for. So wonderful idea. Now, Ronaldo, you were telling us how you chose these children, these families. Can we go back to you? Yes. So, so the families weren't really chosen. The children volunteered. You know, we'd ask who has had a good meal, who hasn't. And as the, uh, I initially said, we started off with five learners coming to the kitchen and having breakfast and then having lunch. And then it grew. It gradually grew. And it made us realize that these learners are actually really, really hungry. It was a, they come they come to school on an empty stomach. Um, taxi strike, and we were warned that they are at the Bree taxi rank and they're coming down Oxford Road. Now, if you know where the situation of our school is, it's quite close to, to Oxford Road and we were instructed mm-hmm. to close our, our doors. 
Well, we got the drivers and everybody to collect the kids. And then there were a couple of kids that we were really looking for. We knew they had come to school, but we didn't know where they were. My heart broke when I went into the feeding scheme um, area only to find that they were sitting having their lunch. And they said, Ronaldo, if we leave now, we won't have anything to eat at home. And that's how, over the years, the kids started becoming more aware that that um, we've also for the past, um, I think it's three years now, we've had a lovely lady, Susan, who's our chef in the kitchen, who cooks for these learners. And the learners really, she makes magic with the food that we get from the education department. She really spices it up nicely so the kids are very excited. So they go back to class and they obviously share it with their friends. And we've got 63 official families on the list where we know we are feeding these learners. But I've just done, I've started a survey because now with the current COVID-19 pandemic, there are more parents who have really been affected financially. And I'm sure that number of 63 is going to grow. I've um, also, we've included, started to work on a list where, where, where Shana and myself would, would get, you know, the school is now able to assist as well with the money that we've received. So, yes, uh, that number of 63 families or learners out of 360, that's at the tip of the iceberg. So um, I'm really, really um, excited but also anxious because there are so many people out there that are really, really battling to be fed. And our learners are at the top of our list. And I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll be hearing from more parents soon because the survey just done, um, in, in Cape Town, I think, just showed how it was so far, I think 34 million people going to bed hungry at night. So if that's, that's only now at the start of this, uh, I mean, can you imagine when it gets going a bit more? It's, it's too terrible. Right, so you then got the, the cell numbers, and did you pass these on to Leanne? Correct, correct. Um, um, actually, um, we'll chat to, to Leanne and Sean and myself. We'll do, we'll do a bit of, of wheeling and dealing after the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shana, I see you say that there is this human need to, to connect you know there is a Victor Frankl in the camps always said that to reach out is to reach in and to heal ourselves so by reaching out to heal others we very definitely do reach in and heal ourselves so as you watch the children come into your school and and growing as they arrive I'm sure their their whole personalities probably begin to change what do you notice, Shana, when, when these children arrive, changes in them? So I think um, with the children at Forest Town School, we've got many different types of disabilities. So some of the children have mild learning disabilities and, and kind of just need a remedial stream. Um, and then we've got children with very severe physical disabilities, like cerebral palsy, where they're unable to use any of their limbs. And I think um, growth for these children happens at different stages and at different levels. And some of them, even the smallest little achievements are huge for us and others really grow on to, to achieve amazing things. Um, but yeah, just seeing where these kids start when they come to the school and after receiving 
um, therapy and having this more one-on-one attention from the teachers in the classrooms, they really do just thrive. And, and I mean, we've got some amazing examples of students from our school. Um, one of our ex-students, he now works at the school as an IT technician. Um, he went on to start running as a hobby and has since run two comrades marathons with epilepsy. And so, I mean, Uh, you really do see amazing growth and potential in these children. Do you find that quite a few of the ex-pupils keep in contact with the school, Ronaldo? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We, we are really, really blessed that the learners actually do come back. Um, I, the biggest problem that we've had was, you know, the, we, we have different kinds of learners. We have the ones that are, ed, that they are educated. They go into the graded class and they leave and they matriculate eventually. But then we also have the vocational learners, you know, and those are the ones that, that we really worry about because they battle to learn to read and write. So we don't focus on what they don't do or what they can't do. We focus on what they actually can do. So we do a lot of skills training with them. And those are the ones that, that are the ones that are battling to find employment out there. You know, when you have a normal matric, you can go on and do some post-pick um, studies. But the ones that we really worry about are the ones that, that are doing the vocational training. But they are brilliant. They, they I think... Our, my speciality is in the vocational phase. The learners that are from 15 up until about 21. And oh my gosh, they bless my heart all the time. So, so I really would love lockdown to be lifted and for you to actually come and do a bit of visual just to see what we're actually doing. We've got a department called the work experience department and they, they, these learners are taught how to do various skills. And Shauna touched on the one, the one learner who was at, at WEP and, and he was really, really battling to read and write, but he's become the perfect IT technician. He mm-hmm. breaks down a computer, he puts it back together, he repairs it, which is brilliant. So the school has employed him now. We've got a learner that was at, at, uh, the beauty therapy center. She, she learned every skill and we sent her on every little course. And she's now managing our beauty therapy center. Similarly, we yeah, I see your motto. I see the motto of your school is arise. And I love that because it is, it's, it's arising from the ashes, you know, from being really knocked down by life and having all these unbelievable challenges to, uh, you know, to arise and, and achieve. One of your little videos showed a young girl. She must, she looked about 15 or so, sweeping, being taught how to sweep. And I thought, you know, we take that so for granted. And I could see she was struggling and, and I think it was you because I couldn't see you, but telling her to walk in a straighter line and, you know, and sort of guiding her along. And I thought, you know, what an amazing skill to have to teach. Oh, it's the little things that actually we take for granted that are quite, that it's quite challenging for them. But there, there, there's been pros and cons with the lockdown, you know, with, with us being, we, I think as parents, 
we've taught and we've our learners have actually achieved so much more being at home, learning the little things in life, you know, doing chores around the house. Shana's got brilliant activities that she's always sending home to parents. Teach them how to do a bit of washing of the dishes, sweeping a bit, you know, and those are things that us as educators, we don't, we really battle to teach the learners unless it's carried through at home. So, yeah, all these boards are, so the lockdown we don't like because the kids aren't being able to learn the way we would like them to learn. But they are learning so many different other things just being at home. Fantastic. Leanne, I want to go on to you. When you first went to Forest Town, what was your impression? Okay, so I haven't actually been to Forest Town, unfortunately. Uh, Well, this all came about, yeah, with lockdown. Um, You know, I actually can't wait for it to be lifted because that's definitely on top of my list to go to. Um, I've just been watching all the videos they've been sending out to their pupils and to the families. And seriously, I must say to both of you, I've, and I've said it to Shana already, is I've never seen so much love coming from teachers, coming from a school. The videos that they post for these children are blow my mind because you can really, really just see the love and the passion that comes from all of you. And uh, it's mind blowing. And I think the children are absolutely blessed. And you can see it in the messages they send to all of you, how blessed they are to be part of the school. So I really, really look forward to coming and seeing all of them and seeing all of you. It's amazing. You know that Mother Teresa said uh, we can't all do big things, but we can do small things with love. And I think that is what I'm hearing today, that there are so many uh, pies in this, the staff, you know, that each person is doing something. And um, I, I have found it very moving. And for anyone who's actually listening in who wants to go onto the Forest Town website and look at the photos, you're going to be very moved. I would suggest you do so. Um, just go on to Forest Town and you'll, you can pick it all up. The, uh, Shana, going back to you, do you get feedback from the parents with the different activities that you are sending out? I see. Uh, okay. Hang on before you answer. Craig is showing me ad break. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson. Only on 101.9 High FM. Okay, this is uh, Sue, and I'm back with uh, Ronaldo Lucas, with uh, Shana Berilovitz, and with Leanne Jackson. And we're talking, our topic is I can, you can, we can. Leanne, let's go back to you. With the, how do you actually, you, you, does the money come into you? How did you begin this to okay, raise so- money? So we, uh, in between Sean and I, we, I mean, we were spreading it all on social media, um, asking for whatever donations we can to feed these people, giving a bit of history about Forest Town. Uh, people have been paying me. Uh, Sean and I keep a close book on basically what is going on. Uh, Shana and her um, uh, uh, teachers and that uh, every two weeks or so will message me and ask they are now sending out vouchers. I then transfer the money to them, and each of them work with a, whether it's 15, 20 kids at a time, and they are sending those virtual vouchers to them. Um, you know, we have now fed 
We have now fed these families three times. We have sent vouchers, first for 300, then 250, and another 250. I know we are slowly running out of funds, and we are going to be needing to ask people for more, which I know is difficult. You know, we're all going through a very difficult time now where we've got our own bills and we've got our own things to pay for. Um, you know, and, but I just really, if I can just encourage people, it doesn't matter how big or small, you know, every time we go shopping, as, you know, Shana was saying, you know, whatever you're spending on your own groceries, if you just take 50 rand out of that, you know, just to help us with these people, it, it all adds up. And, you know, the scary thing is we don't know how long this is going to be going on for. So yes, we've done our job and we've given these people and we have fed them, but you know, we can't stop now. We can't now all of a sudden stop and not help these people. So we are needing more assistance. Um, and that's what we need to actually work on and try and drive, you know, to, to, to for that. And I'm sure that even children listening in at the moment or listening to the podcast when it, uh, or replays this replays on a Sunday as well. Um, even if a child wants to give in 10 rand or 20 rand, whatever, it's very welcome, I should imagine. Well, you know, Sue, I mean, when I was, I was spend most of my lockdown at my house at the dam and I had just gone to do a major shop. And as I got back, Shauna sent me that. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on Chai FM. And did you know that Slices Pizza is working through lockdown and delivering free to most areas? Hot and delicious Chalav Yisrael. Pizzas delivered to your door. The minimum order is 135 Rand. You can call now on 067-168-6744. WhatsApp orders are welcome. T's and C's apply. And I must admit, their pizzas are delicious. <laughs> That's what I added, that part. Now, Leanne, uh, what is a can? Just explain what a can is. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so, you know, we, we, we've explained basically the whole process of um, a can standing for the Community Action Network. And our my, our my specific can is under a Cinderwood can, and we are just partnered with Forest Town School. So, you know, so I would, I mean, I'm sure you will leave our details afterwards. Um, and I would really just love and encourage people to just try and get involved and try and help where they can. You know, the good thing with our CAN project is we know where it's going to. We know the recipients. We're getting responses from them. It's not getting lost in the network along the way. And um, I'm so grateful to be joined with Forest Town in their specific CAN um, because we really are making a difference to the community out there. And, you know, what you say I think is very important because you and Shana are actually controlling the money that comes in, and it's very controlled. Yeah. And I think so many people are actually wondering what is happening with the money that they're giving in, and so people are stopping giving because, you know, we keep reading these terrible stories about the councillors taking half the food that's being delivered or, or you know, other people taking it. So I think we've got to really, at the moment, as lockdown has gone on for so long and the needs of our people continue, we have to really be very careful where we put our money. And um, and if you and Shana are controlling it as you are, it's it's really fantastic. 
Shana, are you really relieved that you know that these families are being fed? Yeah, look, I, I think when lockdown started, I was feeling very anxious and and I was very upset at the fact that we weren't able to be at school and, you know, be doing our jobs. And I just felt like I needed a bit of purpose in my life. And and when um, this CAN project came about, I just had this feeling of ease knowing that we're able to help in, in one small way. You know, these these families have children with disabilities and over and above that are struggling to provide food for their families. And just knowing that every few weeks we're able to um, send some money through to them and, and provide some food for them is it's just really heartwarming. And yeah, it's just, it's put myself at ease if anything. And, and I think as a community, I think people generally do want to help and, just being able to provide the platform to be able to just transfer some money across. It's, it's just been so amazing. And yeah, the amount of donations and the generosity of people has just been absolutely mind blowing. So how often do they get these vouchers? Um, so it's, it really has been on a basis of, of how much money is in the account at the time. Um, we managed a couple of weeks ago to send 300 rand voucher and then about two weeks later we sent another 250 and then again last week another 250 rand but as Leanne was saying the the money has you know the donations to keep them coming in and to make this sustainable is quite a challenge because we we don't want to set expectations that the families expect money every week to come in if we're unable to provide that so we have made the families aware that you know, it's on a on a basis of how much money we have in the account and how many don- donations we get in. So there isn't this expectation that every second week they're going to be getting vouchers, which would be ideal. But it's obviously dependent on on what we're getting in at the moment. And Leanne, if people want to actually um, send money in, who should they send it to? So I think the easiest way is, you know, to leave my contact details. Um, my number is 082-820-3017. And I will send them all the details and what is necessary to actually transfer the funds and assist us. So just go, it's 082 3017 Okay, so the high, we'll give that to the high office as well. Let's give in 20 rand, 30 rand, 40 rand. It all builds up and a family can be fed. And if you heard those little clips that came through from the various parents and children from Forest Town, they were so moving. It was as though you had given them a few thousand rand, quite honestly. And it's, it is, it's the difference between going to bed hungry or, or not. Uh, Craig, you hung, you put up something there, but I didn't see it. What was it? Okay. Please wrap up. Okay. We're going to be wrapping up. I'm sorry. In a minute, uh, Leanne is saying she wants to say something. Okay, Lee. Sorry, just to, I mean, I know everything that you have spoken about or other people speaking about is showing small acts of kindness. And not only about this can, but during lockdown, a very special friend who's actually well known in the community, Robin Schmuckler's dad, unfortunately passed away. Robin, who's always been my inspiration in all the charities I've been involved in, 
In fact, she's the one that inspired me to do this specific can. Um, I then decided to honor her dad, Hilton Schmuckler, and my can has started in memory of him. The other day, actually, I heard Rabbi speaking of Hilton, and all of them mentioned what a kind and generous man he was, always doing small acts of kindness to help people in his community. So for me to honor him in this facet of mine is very fitting and meaningful for me, and it's in honor of him. And I'm and sure for Robin... And I'm sure for Robin as well. I mean, I love Robin, so I really am pleased that you're honoring her dad. Do you know that um, I would like to just say that we're going to be listening to a song at the end. And um, it's a song that you actually, Shana and, and Ronaldo, you sent out. And it said, um, the, the um, just let me just think it's, it's the one that you sent to the children. You put together a video, and it really did touch my heart. Um, and you're going to be listening to it. It won't come through on the podcast, but it is See You Again by Charlie Puth. And I just want to end with this. Normality is a paved road. It's comfortable to walk, but no flowers grow on it. So we are certainly not living in normality at the moment. Uh, and normal times are not here. So let's create our new norm. And let's continue to help one another to grow, to learn, and to support and connect. And let us become the I can, the we can, the you can, and all together, collectively, help one another to do this. Um, I see that uh, Craig has asked me what the song is. And the song is, what did I tell you it was? Uh, I've got it here. The song is See You Again by Charlie Puth. If you've got it, that would be great, um, Craig. But, um, Rinalda, thank you so much. I'm sorry it was a little bit disruptive on Zoom. Thank you, Shana, um, for being on the program. We will be in contact again. I would like to definitely come and see you both at Forest Town. Do you want to just say a quick goodbye, Shana, and then Ronaldo? Sure. So I just want to thank you for having me on your show and providing this platform to be able to just bring awareness to our school and to this CAN project. And, yeah, just huge thank you to the Angel Network for linking us up to Leanne and just making this all possible. So thank you very much. Thank you, Shana. Ronaldo. so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, all of you, and carry on with the wonderful work. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DJ, for keeping us on air. And thank you, Zoom, for actually working.